Hi everyone. Hello. Um, I'm gonna try and speak with more energy in my voice than I did than I did last time, because when I played it back last time on the last podcast, I sounded really sleepy, um, which I wasn't. But I think when you record, um, or at least when I record, my voice naturally sounds slower than what I'm feeling inside. Maybe I sound that way to everyone. I don't know. Anyway, let's try it out. I'm trying to give this a little bit more energy. Um, and I'll see. And you can tell me if it sounds, <laughs> if I'm putting you to sleep or not, basically. All right. So hello. Um, today, today, why, today, what led me to record a podcast today? Well, basically, um, remember I've spoken before about waiting to respond, especially if you are a generator type or a manifesting generator type in the human design system. Um, when you, um, when you, instead of pushing forward and using your mind to think, okay, what's the, what's the thing I should be doing right now? If you put that aside and get into a way of being where you are open to signs from the universe, signs from God, um, signs from whatever, basically giving you that first hint um, like the first suggestions of what you could be doing. If you do that and you get into that waiting um, way of being, that space, then you will naturally have more energy for the whatever it is that you end up doing. So this morning, I had kind of reached a bit of an impasse where I just, I didn't feel like doing anything, basically. I knew in my mind I have uh, many things to take care of, many things I could be doing or should be doing, uh, but the energy wasn't there. Um, so what I did was I kind of uh, sat still and waited for the <laughs> the knowledge basically to come to me of what could I be doing right now. And the knowledge that I got was um, go take a walk. That was the thing that felt like it was the right thing to do me the right time to do it so off I went I just walked around the block um we live I live in Orlando um in a nice suburb suburban kind of set of set of streets there's a nice lake so I walked past the lake and I just um it was the right move because just going on a walk kind of um allowed allowed me to um, switch scenes and um, I realized I actually had a lot going on inside that I wanted to think about, talk about out loud, process. Um, so going on that walk really helped. And I want to share what I came up with or what something, something that I was thinking about. And that's why I'm here today speaking to you all. Um, so today it's Asara Betevet, the 10th Day of Tevet, which is a fast day in the Jewish calendar, and um, it marks basically um, the day that um, Nebuchadnezzar began the siege of of Jerusalem, which was really like the first step in the whole um, the whole timeline of the Beit Hamikdash, the Temple being destroyed and the Jewish people going into exile. So it was really, it's really like the first, yeah, the first, the first part of that whole 
um, that whole story, that whole part of our history. Um, and a few other things happened on that day as well. The I won't go into I won't go into it right now, but it's it's like a a day where a number of difficult things happened for the Jewish people. Now, I am at a stage in my life right now where I am not as connected to the fast days as I used to be, basically. Um, and there's a few reasons for it. One of the reasons is that um, since I'm in a particular stage of life, I, as, a, as a woman, I'm not fasting um, myself right now, and I haven't for a number of years. Um, and so that, like not doing the, the main thing that you're supposed to do on a fast day, um, <laughs> I guess, is one way to feel kind of not as connected to it. Um, and the other thing is that I'm just in a very different part of my life right now than I was um, when I was um, like a young adult living in Israel, where the whole country kind of um, is aware of this day and you're kind of in it with everyone. I used to live um, in Jerusalem and for a time I actually lived in the old city of Jerusalem, literally a five minute walk from the Western Wall. So I was living in this history and um, I think it was just so much more a part of me and um, and I was just much more involved in the Jewish calendar. And right now, living as I am in America and being quite busy with, with other things, like with um, raising my family, taking care of a lot of mundane things. And then also um, at the moment, my mind is very much focused on um, kind of putting things out there in the world, trying to um, trying to get my coaching off the ground on um, online and connect with people. Um, and that is where so much of my headspace is right now. And it's actually hard sometimes to stop all of that and to remember that I exist as part as a person, not just as myself with my own individual goals and pursuits and cares, but I'm a, I'm a person, part of a larger community, part of a collective, and we have this history that means something and that we're, we are connected to. It's hard for me to get into that space. And I have found that whenever I've tried to get back into it, for me, forcing myself or pushing myself doesn't really work that well. It just doesn't. Like I could spend time, <laughs> I don't know, trying to feel feel bad about, like trying to mourn the, mourn the things that happen and the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash. And it's, it's very hard when I'm trying to push myself to do it because it's like pushing yourself to feel any emotion. I think some people can do that better than others. I can't do it very well. <laughs> I have to, I, I, I just, I'm not so, I'm not so good at that. I, I have to be real with whatever it is I'm feeling basically. And of course, um, we do have this Jewish calendar. We do have this, um, reality, this larger reality that we're living in. So of course I want to feel it and I want to connect to it, but just willing myself to do it, um, has never really, um, 
brought me that much success. So instead, when I was on this walk, I realized what I actually need to do is just, you know, be completely real, be completely real with myself and where I am and kind of just talk to Hashem about that and see what happens. Because I have found that being as real as you can and as authentic as you can um, is just, for me, it's really the only the only way to be. I don't know. I think, you know, people are different. People have, there are many different ways to do this life thing. So I'm not saying everyone has to be like this, but I just want to share um, what worked for me. So basically, I just... Um, started bringing up to the surface um, things that I had been kind of hiding from myself or just not like not really going there in regards to this subject and I realized that I have a lot of guilt about not feeling as connected as I think I should and so instead of as I said, instead of pushing and trying to make myself feel what I didn't, I just kind of let myself um, be with that with that guilt and tell Hashem all about that and tell him, I know that I'm I know that I'm supposed to be engaging in this day in a certain way, and I'm not there. And instead, you want to know the things I'm caring about? It's this, this, and this. It's, I want to build my website. I want people to like the post I just put up on Facebook. I want, I want, I want, I want. And I just started exploring all of this. And I, I got this realization that as much as I have deep, you know, I my highest self has deep wishes to bring my light into the world and help other people and all of that good stuff. As much as I have that, um, as a human being, I have very human desires that are kind of all mixed in to the things that I'm striving after every day. And if I really think about it and if I'm really honest with myself, so much of what I'm thinking about and what, what I'm being motivated throughout the day it's all about getting these quick fixes, little um, dopamine hits that will make me feel good for a second or for a minute. And they're really just echoes or shadows of something that's much more real that I'm not even thinking about. So for example, I want, I put up, a, I try and put up a meaningful post on, on Facebook, let's say. And and that's a good thing, right? And that's, you know, that I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying not that I'm, I regret doing that. I, I want to be doing this stuff. But the very human thing that comes afterwards is I'm just checking who liked this. And what is that? That's, that's really um, <laughs> seeing who took one second of their time to click a button that will show me that I have been reflected to them in a positive way and they approve or they like it or, or whatever it is. And, and having that makes me feel good. And why, why does it make me feel good to know that, to know that someone liked something about me or about what I'd written? What does it, what does it do? 
like okay so I get a few likes so I'm gonna feel good about myself but it's a shadow it's not real they're not really giving me anything <laughs> of value they took a second of their time and clicked a button right but it's um, it's like a, a counterfeit pleasure because it's a shadow of the deeper pleasure and the deepest the deeper pleasure would be really knowing on an intrinsic level that I am worthy and that I make a difference and I have a light and I'm shining it and I'm created in a good way and I'm meant to be here and I have lots to give, right? And I don't need that from other people clicking buttons. I, I need that from myself. I need it deep inside. But getting into that space and developing that like, very deep self-love um, that's a harder process and it's a longer process and it's not as immediately gratifying and that's why I kind of just put it to the side and I don't spend time on it and I, I think about why why am I not caring as much as I should about Mashiach coming and the redemption and you know all of these good things and it's because those are the higher deeper truly meaningful goals that will bring us true happiness and true you know, true meaning and it's just to think about it in the in the here and now and every day it's not as immediately gratifying as thing as like kind of counterfeit versions of that that we seek all the time um, and I have many of them um, not just with not just with Facebook but you know just um, like another example is that it's you get such an immediate rush of pleasure eating sugar um, as opposed to developing a healthy lifestyle and eating wholesome foods which are going to nourish you long term right um, just things like this and I realized that it's very hard to get out of it. It's very, it's very hard to. And being where I am today in this place, I don't even want to get out of it. And that's a sad thing to realize, but it's true. Like I do not have a desire strong enough to stop doing uh, many of the things that I do. So what I realized is I'm reminded of this song by Alanis Morissette called The Reasons I Drink and it, it came out maybe a year or two ago. I think it's such a powerful song and it really spoke to me because well I feel like most like many people I'm sure like I feel like I've grown up with Alanis. <laughs> um, she's really helped me like from when I was a teenager with, with her music and now like she's it's just beautiful to see um, an artist who has grown up and developed and hasn't gone off the rails and is actually living like a happy it seems like she's living a happy meaningful life and she's still creating music um, and it's just describing whatever phase of life that she's in so I really love that anyway so the song is called The Reasons I Drink and it's about it kind of deals with different sorts of addictions that people have, not just drinking, many different things. If you watch the video, it's actually very powerful. Um, 
and one of the and basically the song is is as it says the reasons why the reasons why we do these kind of things and it's all laid out there and there's something so powerful about just laying out the reasons why as opposed to trying to change it right away one of the lines in the song is and these are the reasons I don't even think I would quit and that might sound depressing on a first listen but I I don't find it depressing I find it quite meaningful because there is a power to basically just putting it out there on the table and say and saying this is what it is these this is why I'm engaging in the, these behaviors and in all honesty I do not have a strong enough desire to stop them okay why is this not depressing I'll tell you why it's because the very first step is admitting like an AA or or put yeah putting everything out on the table and saying here's where, what it is and here's where I am and if you can do that you're opening the door to something more and to change happening in the future it's not going to happen right now when you say it because you're not there yet okay but the very first step to there ever being a possibility that you might change one day is having this honesty and this authenticity so um that's where i kind of am right now i feel or and that's what i that's what i realized when i went on this walk that i I do have many parts of myself that are really just driven by um, ego gratification or feeling like immediate um, short-term pleasures from food or from other other things playing on my phone or whatever it is, all these different things that I have. And I'm just, yeah, I guess it's quite vulnerable to put that out there. Um, but you know what? <laughs> If you're listening to this, it means that you're hopefully interested in what I have to say, and I appreciate that, so I'll just, I'll just put it out there. So, so today, I came to that realization that this is where I am. I'm not even ready to change right now. I, I want to change. I like the idea of changing, but I'm not there yet. I'm basically just telling that to Hashem, like, Hashem, I want to care more. I do. I want to be connected to to everything that's important, everything that's meaningful, everything that you want me to be connected to. I want that for myself. And I have these, I find it hard. It's just so hard. There's, there are so many easier, less effective ways to feel some sort of gratification. And I... I don't want to give them up right now. This is where I am. And can you please help me? Because I can't do it by myself. Because as you know, I, I, I do not have that willpower right now. I'm not interested. But I am interested in, in being as real as I can with you right now and telling you. And maybe together we can sort this out. So this is my first step and I want to be more connected. I want to be connected to everything that you want me to be connected to. I need help. Please help me. So that was the realization 
that I came to today on my walk. Um, tell me if it resonates. I would love to hear. You could also tell me if it's too much information and then I'll stop being so vulnerable. <laughs> but if it did help you, then please let me know. And I hope this, I hope that what I've shared with you today gives you the ability to be real with yourself as well and real with whatever it is that you're like whatever ways that you are stuck right now that you're not even at that place that you're ready to change it but maybe you're ready to talk about it maybe you're ready to do that first step of being honest about it and I think when good things come to us and when we are able to change it starts from that place of honesty so I hope that this helps you to get there and thank you so much for listening if you are fasting I wish you an easy and meaningful fast and I hope to speak again with you soon